This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's get up. You gotta you drag it around. Let's let's go. We gotta get up, get back down there to the little country church or down to the sawmill where folks are standing around waiting for the old Trailblazer to come on by and, and share the gospel with them for a few moments before they go back to work. And uh let's get a getting. You old lazy cuss, you gotta get up. And uh the old Trailblazer's about weary as you are, Dan, so I'm not fussing at you. We bring you these studies now on divine healing, true and false. And in our last study or two there, we were looking at uh, something that goes on in many of those churches and organizations where they send out those uh, prayer clause, and they based it upon the scripture uh, found over there in Acts 9, 11, and 12. Let me read it to you. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought to the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. Now we showed you that those those were uh, aprons or girdles that the Apostle Paul wore. He didn't go out to their local uh, Walmart store and buy a sheet and cut it up in 12 four, four inch squares and send it pray over it. No, no. But those were uh, special miracles never again, never repeated. The scriptures calls our attention to the fact that they were special miracles. Miracles never to be repeated. Now, what kind of special miracles did God work by the hands of Paul? Let's look at the 12th verse and see. So that from his body were brought to the sick handkerchiefs or aprons. Now, that word handkerchief means a sweat cloth. Or aprons means a half of a girdle. They were not called prayer cloths. Paul didn't go out and buy a piece of cloth and tear it up and pray over it. No, no. And the sick didn't send him handkerchiefs or cloth to be prayed over or blessed. These handkerchiefs or aprons were on the body of the apostle. And they were taken from the apostle Paul and carried to where the sick was. That's what the scriptures say. So that from his body were brought to the sick handkerchiefs or aprons. And the diseases departed and the evil spirits went out of them. Now, let's not get away from these facts. Fact one, this was a special miracle. And as we said, never again repeated. No other apostle, no other disciple did God ever work miracles through the same manner. Second, these handkerchiefs belonged to the apostle Paul, and they were not brought to him. Third, we have no record that Paul ever prayed over them or blessed them. Then, there is no record that God through any other disciple or apostle ever wrought miracles by this means. Then, Paul did not buy cloth and rip it up in small pieces and mail it out like these so-called faith-healing preachers do today. Do you see, my friend, how that the great scripture has, this great scripture has been twisted and warped and dragged into dust of shame and disgrace? Can you see just a little of how Satan has so blinded our folks today by warping and twisting the word of God to suit their own ideas? Well, you say, then that's not of God. That's right. Prayer claws are of Satan. Now, you put that down and smoke it, my friend. Put that down in your pipe and smoke it. You're going to get mad and slam out the door and cuss the old trailblazer? That'll do you no good. You know what, what you should do? Just ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to reveal to you the truth. The old trailblazer has no axe to grind with any preacher or evangelist in this world. No, sir. No, sir. I, I honor and, and appreciate every man that's preaching the truth. But, my friend, I want to expose error in the, in the preachers just like I do in the politician. 
You know, politicians are, are a terrible lot these days. They can't, many of them can't tell the truth, just like our preachers. Oh, but one of these days, one of these days, my friend, did you know that one of these days man will stand before the judgment bar of God and give an account for those things that he says and does? And what 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 you gonna say, preacher, if you are caught up in this un, un ungodly thing of of uh, faith healing and divine healing? What you gonna do if you're caught up in this thing? You gonna the Lord gonna say, "Depart from me, I never knew you." You know what the greatest thing in this life ever is? To be saved, not to be healed, not to have a a long train of trucks and trailers and tents and divine healing road all over the side of them to where it attract folks from miles around. That's not the greatest thing. Oh, that just tickles the flesh, my friend. Did you ever notice those fellas? They dress impeccably, big-time clothier, suit for $500 pair of shoes, all every hair in place. My friend, you just look. You think the Apostle Paul would have come in your midst wearing clothes that you couldn't never afford, nobody could ever afford? I'm telling you, those folks, my friend, that, that's the money trail. You, you, you've heard the stories of some of these evangelists, so-called televangelists, and, and all these folks that build these empires and, and have folks sending them money by the handfuls and the bucketful, and pretty soon they're off, off the air because of infidelity. They took on a different, another, another woman and took on this and took on that. My friend, those things, listen, that ought to wake you up. I could, I, you call me, I'll give you some names and addresses of people who have, who have aired, my friend, and now they're trying to come back, just a little bit coming back, get, one time they were, they were, were had an empire, and now they're scratching back a little bit and scratching back a little bit and get on the, get on the news and apologize to the world for, for having uh, infidelity in their life. Oh, my friend, listen, listen, listen. Let's go back to our study. Do you see how this scripture has been twisted? Satan has so blinded folks today, twisting the, the word of God to suit their own eyes. But listen, prayer claws are not of the Lord. That's of Satan. That's contrary to God's word. It's the most amazing thing that you'll ever witness. No, no wonder the Apostle Paul cried out and said, If our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine in. I plead with you this morning, tonight, whatever time you hear the old trailblazer, my friend, I have no axe to grind. I'm just doing what the Lord leads me to do, and I feel like a lone voice out here. Lone voice. I don't hear other folks uh, defending the gospel. No. Refuting error. My friend... Uh, the smooth things, preaching the smooth things. I go by some of these little towns we passed through the other day, and I see this church with five acres of parking lot and not a place to park. My friend, uh, you, you can put it down. You can put The gospel is offensive, my friend. The gospel is not popular. The old trailblazer is not popular. No. No, the, the doctrines of God are not popular. The sovereignty of God, the election of God, the foreknowledge of God, the long-suffering of God, those things are not popular. What's popular is today that the preacher tells his, his uh, audience, come down and shake my hand and be saved. Come on down. Take the first step, and Jesus will take the next step and shake my hand. Now, let me ask you something. Most serious question you'll ever hear me ask. When you shake that preacher's hand, 
Does he impart anything to you? The Bible says, and you hath he quickened who were dead. Does shaking that preacher's hand uh, put life in your body? No. No, that's a farce. That's just a joke, my friend. No. You know how you get saved? Trust in the Lord. You know when you get saved? When you cry out for mercy. Not joining some church. Well, I've been a member of this church for many years. No. No. I conducted a funeral of a woman not long ago. And they had another preacher there and went before me. And he said, well, we had to go back in the archives of the old church. They had built a new building. In the old church, they had the archives. And we had to go back when she was seven years old, when she made a decision for Jesus. Oh, my friend, that man was so blinded. It's like a blind dog in a meat house. Seven years old. This woman was 70 years old. It had been 63 years ago since she made a profession. What about today, my friend? Are you saved today? You, are you banking on making a decision back there when you was a child? What about when you was baptized as an infant? You, bake, you basing your salvation on that? You banking on that getting you to heaven? The Bible says Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Have you ever been lost? Have you ever been lost, my friend? Have you ever seen yourself alienated from God? You were who were afar off from God, like the old prodigal son. When he started home, his father went out there on the front porch, and he saw him afar off, and he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. I tell you that story often because it's really important. And I tell you, the father ran out there and fell on his neck and kissed him, and he called for the best robe. Bring the best robe, servant. And he put that robe on him to cover up that smell of that hog pen. You know how the Lord covers up your smell and mine? Washes us in the blood. Whiter than snow. We just white as snow. Oh, my friend, I just can't, I just can't hardly control myself at this time. How great it is to know the Lord. Not to be healed. If the Lord chooses to heal you, that's great. We pray for the sick here on a regular basis. We've had folks call us and tell us the Lord recovered them out of their illness, went through surgery all right. And, and it, it wasn't because we prayed for them. It's because the Lord chose to do it. But we do pray for the sick. I have people call me and they say, Trailblazer, I understand you have a prayer group. Would you pray for my son? He's out there on dope. He's out there and lost and dying and, and, and taking dope and, and acting crazy. Would you pray for him? We do. We pray for him. We call his name. And then we have folks who are eating up, so to speak, with cancer and all those things. We pray for him. But my friend, uh, we leave it in God's hand. It's the Lord's will if he chooses it. It's, you know, one of the scriptures we use is, you know, we pray a lot is, you ask, you have not because you ask not. Have you ever asked the Lord to open your eyes, let you see it? Let him ask, ask the Lord, Lord, show me if the old trailblazer uh, is right. Show me if he's telling me the truth. Would you do that? Would you just ask the Lord to do that? Go in there in the mirror sometime and look and say, just, Lord, would you ask it? Would you just uh, show me whether that old trailblazer, that old fool, old Pendarvis, Tell me whether he knows anything about the scripture, if he's bringing me the truth. And is all of this stuff he's telling me about divine healing, true and false, is, is he telling me the truth, Lord? Show me. Show me. I, I challenge you to do that, my friend. Don't, don't, don't go out into eternity on a, on a false premise. Don't go out on eternity because you heard somebody was healed of a, of a sickness and, and all the time it was just a, a satanic. Oh, my friend, listen. The greatest thing in this life is to be saved. Not to be healed. No, to be saved, to be washed in the blood. 
to be cleansed from sin. Sin is our mortal enemy. We're separated from God by sin, not by sickness. No, not by sickness. Oh, it's so great to be in the presence of some old saint who's dying and they've been sick a long time. They say, Trailblazer, I'm looking to go be with the Lord. Anytime, come, Lord Jesus, come. He wasn't crying out to be healed. He wanted to be home, go home with the Lord. That's right. I visited an old man in the hospital one night, a friend of mine in the ICU, and he barely could talk. And he said, Pastor, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. And he said, not, not back home. He called the place where he lived. Not there, he said. I want to go be with the Lord. That's the greatest thing in the world, my friend, to have that hope. What is your hope? Can I ask you what is your hope? Old trucker, what is your hope? Is your hope getting back home tonight? Oh, my friend, listen. Uh, look to the Lord. Would you do that? And then ask the Lord to enlighten you. We bring you these studies. We still got a few more of them left. And would you remember me now and pray for me? Pray that the Lord will teach me day by day. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer. Post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my, even, and my website, go there and look, radiomissions.org. And then my email is pastor at radiomissions.org. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.